Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. It's so funny, Josh, because you might not believe this, but Tua actually played okay against the Buffalo Bills last week. 282 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. That's like that's like a month of Daniel Jones passing yards right there in one game. And we're saying that's average from Tua. So before we get into the nitty-gritty here, uh, just big picture, man. The Dolphins offense, even when they're bad, they're still kind of scary. Yeah, I saw someone say that that probably would have been um like that was Zach Wilson's best career game to his worst game this season, right? And I, I was exactly. I, I don't know that I really saw so much of the hate. I mean, I guess it was going around on Twitter or X. I tried to try to stay off there as much as I can nowadays at times. But um I, yeah, I didn't think it was that bad of a performance. I thought, you know, he had that typical to a um interception, you know, right to the guy. But other than that, I mean he was Again, looked the part of what you want out of your franchise quarterback. So um, I think he's going to get back on track this week, right? I mean, there's an opportunity there just like for the defense. There's an opportunity there for the offense to bounce back after only putting up, what, 20 points last week in a divisional game. Now you got the Giants at home. I mean, this is their opportunity to bounce back. And you want to see Tyreek Hill get more than five targets, right? Jalen Waddle more than five targets. I know Braxton Berrios looks solid this year, but again, that was one of those things that we had on our list of things we never want to see again right after last week was him leading this team in receiving or targets. So um, I'm excited to see this offense bounce back, but it's going to be a tough task with that defensive line of the Giants. Would you say you're kind of confident? Because, I mean, I would, that, that Braxton Berrios will not lead the team in targets again for the rest of the season. Because I, I feel pretty confident saying that. Yeah, yeah, I'm good with that. I'll, I'll piggyback on that with you. Not that there's anything wrong with it. I mean, he's a great receiver and he's a good option to have. But something that I want to put on put on your radar, Josh, Tyreek Hill in, in both the divisional games so far this year, I wouldn't say struggled, but he has not been nearly as involved as he uh, you know should be. I, I look at last week, five targets, three receptions, 58 yards. The Patriots game, I think he had like 40 yards. Do you have any type of concern about those divisional matchups or is it just too early? And, you know, the Patriots and the Bills, they knew right away, like, hey, if we got to take away anything, it's Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I think it's probably too early. And I mean, at that point, I mean, 
New England, they really didn't see that A-H-N, you know, that dynamic, did they really? I guess that was a little bit after that. So I, I think it's a little too early to say, but, um, you know, that's just – they have all the all-season to game plan for this Miami Dolphins team, right? And, I mean, they're probably sitting there staying up late at night like Wink uh, Martindale's. Did I say his name right? I think I did. Yep. Uh, staying up at night, you know, thinking about this deep, uh, offense and what it could do to them. So I'm not too concerned yet, but you definitely want to see him step up in those later divisional games when the Dolphins are going to need it most. I got to read you this quote, Josh, because Wink Martindale said it so perfectly. And it's because like the, the offense has Waddle, or excuse me, has Hill, Devon Achan's blowing up. But, but Josh, the question remains, where on earth has Jalen Waddle been? I think that's still just the one piece that's me- missing to make this offense just absolutely horrifying. And that's after saying they scored 70 points in a game. Yeah, I think they might be slow easing him back into everything, right? He was banged up a little bit, but you keep saying that, and I every, I think I need to tweet out, like every time we talk about it on the pod, I should tweet out that where's uh, Waddle um, Photoshop I did because that, that's perfect. But, yeah, man, he still you know hasn't lived up to the hype and the potential that we all thought he had heading into this year and what he would do in the next step in Mike McDaniel's offense. So, um, yeah, where is Waddle? When's he going to step up, and when's he going to show us that speed that's frightening so many defenses? So the Giants – Opposing quarterbacks have a 95 rating, which is 21st, and the Giants are also allowing 11.5 yards per completion, which is 25th in the NFL. This is what Link Martindale had to say about what it's like to try to prepare for this Miami Dolphins offense. He said that his wife called him last night before she went to bed. She, She said she was worried about me. She said, are you getting any sleep? I said, yeah, I'm sleeping like a baby. Every two hours, I wake up and cry and go to the bathroom and try to go to back and get some more sleep. So I just thought that was really funny. You could see that it's someone who's been in the league for so long who can kind of have a little fun, the, the lighthearted humor. And you kind of got to approach it that way when you're facing an offense that, like I just said, you know, put up 70 points. Yeah, that quote was amazing, and it just shows that he's having fun. And to me, it was my first realization that the sleeping like a baby, does that mean a bad thing? Because I always thought it meant like you were like sleeping all nice. And, and then I thought about it. Like, in this my- one. It's like okay. a, a two-year-old baby compared okay. to like a two-month. Well, that's what I was going to say because I'm like, my kids, yeah, I can see that now. Sleep like a baby all my life. I thought it was a compliment or like it meant something good. And I don't know. My babies uh, haven't really ever slept too well. So, dude, uh, it's keeping everyone up at night. And, I'm again, I don't know that the Giants are going to have any way to stop it. And, you know, later down the road, what are the teams going to do when they add their Randy Moss and Chase Claypool to this offense? That's what everyone's asking. And, Josh, we haven't even talked about one of the most impressive parts of this team well, we mentioned his name, Devon Achan, 300 rushing yards in over a two-week span. Uh, the Giants are allowing 4.3 yards per carry. How do you see this offense really getting going? Is it going to be the passing attack early to get that lead on the Giants where the defense can pin its ears back? Or do you see the duo of Achan and, and Raheem Mostert, despite the two fumbles last week, and just kind of let them go do their thing? Because, I mean, they've been virtually unstoppable so far. Yeah, that's a good question, and I wonder how much the defense is going to dictate that, right? Even if they stack the box, obviously, Mike McDaniel, and they're going to want to throw on those, uh, you know, the heavier boxes and then the lighter boxes, you know, they'll take advantage of it with the run game. So, um, yeah, man, I think another thing that we never want to see again either is A-Chan only having eight carries, right? I mean, for as good as he's looked, I saw that, and, I mean, he still had over 100 and, what, 102 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, I think they'll come into this and they'll want to establish the run game, but – um, I, again, the biggest battle to me is that offensive line versus their defensive line. Um, Connor Williams sounds like he's playing, so I, I want to see how that works out. But 
find a way to get those carries up and don't really abandon the run game. I know Mike McDaniel said after that Bills game, you know, maybe I abandoned the run and, you know, I think he might have, again, uh, did it a little bit too soon. So feed those guys because they're also playmakers, even though they get overlooked when you have Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill and some of those, you know, flashy, speedy receivers. I think that's probably going to be the tightest matchup of the day, the Miami Dolphins offensive line against that Giants defensive line. Dexter Lawrence, his 90 PFF pass rushing grade ranks third. Um, you also have Leonard Williams there, who's also a stud against the pass. And then you have Kayvon Thibodeau, who has three sacks on the season. He had two last week against the Seahawks. It's worth noting the Seahawks are playing without both their starting tackles. Um, so they're a little weak on the edge. Josh, does this matchup have you feeling a little queasy? Or can you go back and think about the idea that, hey, Tua wasn't sacked in two of the first three weeks? Or are you leaning more towards, oh my God, uh, Liam Eikenberg led offensive line allowed Tua to get sacked four times? Yeah, I'm I'm closer to the queasy. That's the pessimist Dolphin fan. I mean, I will always root for them and I'll always predict them to win. But right now, man, I'm feeling queasy about that offensive line. Would love to know whether or not Connor Williams is playing. You got Teron Armstead out for an extended period of time. So that's making me a little queasy. And you just look at it. You didn't even mention, uh, Az- I'm going to butcher the name. I even did the pronunciation and all that before. Aziz. Ajaleri, they're uh, another Beautiful. pass rusher. I did nail that. And then uh, Isaiah Simmons, a versatile linebacker that can do a lot of different things. So there are some playmakers on that defensive side, but you know, most notably Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, Thibodeau, like you mentioned. I mean, how does this offensive line go toe to toe with that? Because we saw last week they seemed a little bit in over their head against what the Bills were throwing at them. And this is another very good defensive line. So um, yeah, this one's a toss up, and it's gonna be one of it's. It's not. I was gonna say it's gonna be one of lost in the trenches, but. I don't know if that's the case, right? I feel like the Dolphins could lose the battle in the trenches and they should still find a way to win this game by what? Three touchdowns? Win it, yeah. Win it in every other every other aspect of the game. Josh, this is going to be a really silly question, but uh, Kat and I were talking about this yesterday and he said the one scenario where um, the Dolphins might run into some trouble, and I'm completely paraphrasing here, but if the Giants come out and they score on the first drive and, you know, the defense after last week kind of gets the, the tight butt cheeks in the words of Tyree Kill, you know... <laughs> He had a quote saying that earlier this week, which is pretty incredible. So we all are under the impression of you always want to defer to the second half. But could this be a scenario where if you think that the only way the Giants can be really involved here is if they punch you in the mouth early and make you a little nervous? Do you think the Dolphins might want to take the ball to start the game here? And then you have a situation like the Denver Broncos game where the second play of the game, you're in the end zone and all of a sudden there's nine minutes left in the first quarter and you have the ball back with a nine point or excuse me, seven point lead. Yeah, that's fascinating because I agree. I mean, if they come out strong right away, right out the gate, I mean, then we might be facing a, a Giants team that's determined, which we you can't overlook that, right? They're one and three. Brian DeBole, I mean, paid two. Yeah, and he knows the back of uh, two is like the back of his hand. You know, maybe he knows something about that keyhole accuracy and how to defend it. But in all seriousness, I think, you know, keeping the ball away from them, that wouldn't be a terrible idea. But you wonder if Mike McDaniel's stuck in his ways where he always defers, you know, if if he wins a coin toss. Because I don't know about you, Jake, but every time I play Madden, you know, if you win that coin toss, you kick and take the ball after halftime because, uh, you know, you get that defensive stop. Things are looking up for sure. And then, yeah, you score right before the half. You get the ball after halftime. Pat worded it perfectly. 99 out of 100 times, I'm definitely kicking the ball away to the second half. But I think it's more that we just do these pods so much that in this scenario, we just talk about things so much where, hey, let's take the ball. We have a good offense. Why not? And you pro- you might want your defense out there, right? They Maybe they want to go out there right away and prove that last week was a fluke because, I mean, let's be honest, they got their ass whooped last week.